All right, we're all set up and ready to go. I talked to fucking roll. I talked to my dad on the drive over, and he asked me what our blog was going to be about. Your blog? (laughs) Yeah. Did you tell him buttholes? (laughs) I did. I told him buttholes. Did you Did you tell him that his daughter thinks that if you stick anything up a butthole, it's just going to come out covered in shit? (laughs) (laughs) No, he probably thinks that too. Y'all. It's probably. I think that's what they tell us in the Midwest. It's not our fault. Your holes are just caked and shit on the inside. It's just like a chocolate eclair. It's because you're dirty. Because you're sinner. Oh. <laughs> Ain't that something? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, where's my. Okay, my water bottle's back there. I'm all set up. I'm ready to go. Uh, you ready to do the intro? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Hey friends. Hey you over there. <laughs> hey you over there. How's that song go? The Chase Long. Uh, hey you over there. Something, something, something. Do you want your muffin buttered? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I actually just I pre ordered that album. It comes out next year. <laughs> uh, it's Megs, and I'm here with John. And this is Secretly Timid. And we have a featured song of the week. Now, uh, now I think it should be "Chase Long" by uh, by Wet Leg. It totally should be. Okay, we're gonna switch it. We'll do the the one that I set up. We'll do that next week. Okay, maybe or the following week. week. Not next week. We won't be here next week. No, but the week after. The week is my after, turn. yeah, and then the week after that. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do, do it in one. like four weeks. Yeah. Everybody, wait patiently for that. So yeah, featured song. I always thought I always thought it was called a chaise lounge, but it I is, was John. Is it? Yes. Is it a joke that they're saying yes. it wrong? Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. So um, I, I'm not. I'm not convinced. I think it's actually called a chaise long. It's not. Let's do it, Webster Dictionary. Okay. And let's see how they. Let's look up Webster.com. Is it just Webster.com? Do you know? Uh, Merriam-Webster. Where's Wet Leg from? Are they British? C. Okay. Correct. Amundo. How do you spell it? C-H-A-I? S-E. Chase Long in the dictionary. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. There's, there's two different things to push. Let's try this one first. Chase Long. <gasps> They're right. What's the other Chase one? Chase Long. Chaise long. <laughs> They're both what? the same. <laughs> Let me see that. I don't understand. <laughs> we've been we've been told lies our entire life. Holy shit. <laughs> uh I mean you can press the button again if you don't believe me. No, no, I'm just definition is a long reclining chair. Why is it? You don't long really though? recline though. I thought it was like it was like a sofa part, and there's like the long part, right? And then the long part, you can put your legs down. Yeah, it's just a recumbent. Yeah, a recumbent. Ooh, that's posture. a fancy word. 
I use it when um, patients come into my office and tell me that they're um, really distressed, but they like kind of just sit casually with their arm up on the chair and mm. lean it out. That's a remarkable yeah, discovery. She's long from Britain. Well, shit. Is there a chaise lounge? No. God. No. Well, I feel like a horse's ass. Well, ain't that a kick in the head? <laughs> Wasn't that a song, an old song? Ain't that a kick in the head? Oh, uh, yeah. It's okay. a Frank Sinatra. <sighs> Man, not to shit on Frank Sinatra, but can I shit on, who's the other old guy? Jim, Dean Martin? Jim, no, not Dean Martin. He's dead. The one that's still alive, that's barely alive. Why can't I not think of his name? Oh. The other uh, mob guy. Not Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Okay. Yeah, they, they're like bringing his corpse out to do a duet with Lady Gaga on, yeah, I guess, on doing MTV. Doing a weekend at Bernie's routine. I'm just like, routine dude, let the guy, let him. Gaga, what are you fucking doing? Let him just relax. Why He doesn't have to perform for us. He's performed for us for, what, 60 years. And his voice is not what it used to be. I mean, even the, the, and I'm so tired of like the sexy ingenue and like her little dress and then like her flirting with the old man. Like, come on. Gross. It's, Gross. he's like, it's cold outside because he's about to fucking die. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's ageist of me. But I don't like it. I really don't like it. I know, I know it preys on a nostalgia. And, I mean, yeah, he really did have a wonderful voice. I feel like that would, if you had nostalgia about something like that, that might Let destroy it, die. it. Let it die. Yes, I agree. Let it die. It's like, don't um, go up and look at your embalmed relative. Mm-hmm. It will destroy the image that you have of them. Yeah, Grace Slick. They're a mannequin now. Grace Slick said something like, they asked her why isn't she performing more. And she said, nobody wants to watch a six-year-old broad on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I made have I made have made up the broad part, but the gist of it was like nobody wants to see an old person on stage. Meanwhile, here's Debbie Harry dreaming. <laughs> do do do. <laughs> you saw the episode of Difficult People she was on. Oh, it had been so long ago. She I was think I forgot Amy it. Amy Sedaris's roommate, and she was uh, selling drugs. I remember that she was in it, but I don't remember the episode. I don't remember much else. Is it something I should watch again? I mean, I love Debbie Harry. I love Blondie, but yeah, it's and I'm not series. saying that she, they're too old to perform. I just think it's funny the contract between or contrast between Grace Slick and Debbie Harry. I don't know Grace Slick. Jefferson Airplane. Mm, I mean, I know. one pill makes you larger. <laughs> I don't think I know one pill. You know. I mean, I've heard of Jefferson Airplane, and yeah. I would probably recognize something if you Don't played it. Don't you want somebody oh, okay. to love? Oh, that's Jefferson Airplane? Yeah. She's the one that supposedly brought acid to her visit at the White House in, in hopes of, of spiking the First Lady's tea. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which First Lady it was at the time. How did that go? I don't think they did it. Oh. That would have been a, that would have been a mistake. Would it? I mean, if you want to go to jail. Prove it. I, I mean, they could. <laughs> I'm sure they could. Who spiked the drink? Maybe the hippie over tripping balls in the corner is the one That's that did conjecture. it. That's conjecture. You can't prove it. 
Yeah. Well, here we are. Here we are. So much has happened since After our winter, winter solstice. Yeah. Uh, you're soon to be a second class citizen. Kyle Rittenhouse got off scot free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All of Ahmed Aubrey's murderers are, uh, were found guilty. I mean, we're already second-class citizens. It's just going to be official soon. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. I hope that it gets me out of responsibility. Like, I'm just a woman. <laughs> no, you're just going to pop the baby off and just leave it on a doorstep. That's pop what Amy Corn and Barrett said. It's there's no there's nothing wrong with that. You can just drop it off at a fire station. Just pop it out and drop it off. That Judas. walk away. She's seriously man. I can't like. You can't even. I was listening. I listened to some of the first. Well, there was has only been one day so far, right? Yeah. They're going back on Monday. But um, I listened to some of that. And it sounded to me like the. Um, what What is the title of the woman who's. Who's defending the clinic? And Don't ask me this. Okay. Questions. So like that. anyway, the, the the woman who who was it that wouldn't let her speak? That fucking asshole. Uh. Like he would ask her a question, she'd start to answer, and then he'd yeah, interrupt he her. He'd really, interrupt her and interrupt really her. Really, like condescending. Yeah. But then I was listening to uh uh Mara Lyason do like a play by play after it was over, and she was like. Sometimes they're really condescending to people, but that didn't happen today. And I was like, Ooh, which which what? one are you listening to? Yeah, <laughs> I heard it. Right? Did you hear it? I didn't listen to much of it. I couldn't handle. It. I was at work. Uh, this guy got fired up. I didn't like that. I don't. I think I missed that one. Missed the part where he got fired up. I remember the one where they're like, "Well, if it's fifteen weeks, what's the big deal about that?" <laughs> this. Isn't that just an arbitrary number? It's 15 weeks. What's that? We can't do that. You know what's going to happen the minute that they just totally dissolve Roe versus Wade? I'm going to get pregnant. You think? I just know it. Oh, you're going to be a mommy. (laughs) (laughs) You're rich. You can go to Mexico. These are... uh... (laughs) These are not good eggs, I don't think. (laughs) You just drink bleach. Oh, okay. Just drank bleach. That's what one of my coworkers did because she was anti-abortion. What? I told you about that. You did tell me about that. Yeah. Uh, so she's trying to get a miscarriage instead. <laughs> the logic. I, mean, I bet this woman, if she is still alive, she's one of those idiots that are eating mud right now to to keep COVID away. So, the so magic tell me mud. about this. How did you hear about this? And tell uh, us the story, John. I, I heard it on um a podcast was it the morning podcast from the the people that do the against the world what are they what are the crooked media people like pod save the world mm-hmm. their morning show who's named complete the one that i can't listen to it if the gay guy's on it because i hate his sing-song voice <laughs> i'm travail anderson when he does it like i wish i could play it for you like i throw if he's on the show i won't listen to it because he talks like this and i just fucking hate it like i fucking hate it i'm sure he's a nice person but and i'm travail anderson that's how he you know he'd be like i'm getting resnick i think is the 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 steady host and then he has like a bunch of other he's the color guy right are, isn't are there you like saying a, that because he's black is Megan. he black i don't know i've Travelle? never heard this podcast <laughs> come on is he the colored guy no no there's a heel and there's a 
No, that's that, that's wrestling. Right, but there's a, sports <laughs> announcing. Right, God damn it, John. Fuck you. you better take it back. <laughs> you better put that bus in reverse. You're gonna get canceled. It's a term. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking with you. All right. God, um, don't fucking. I'm Travell Anderson. I wonder if he was. I think if he did the show first, he would not answer that way. I think it's because he comes in second. So he can't. He can introduce the show as I'm Travell Anderson, and then because people the turn straight it off guy in in quotes the straight guy would be yeah right. Uh, that's the other announcer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I heard it from that show, but Travell Anderson wasn't hosting it because I wouldn't have heard it then. Mm-hmm. I want to say I heard it from there about these people that were, um, they were doing like something all the crazy shit that people are doing to either rid themselves of the vaccine if they have like a, a family member that got vaccinated. There's all this crazy shit that's supposed to like cleanse their body of the vaccine and. This other stuff, besides the the horse pace and shit, like the new stuff, and it was this mud that's imported. I want to say it was in Canada or somewhere. And they're eating it, they're drinking it, they're bathing in it, and it's supposed to have, it's like magic mud. But mm-hmm. it's called B-O-O, boo, I think. Because, uh, and then Rachel Maddow. Isn't that also plus. a name for poop? I mean... Well, I told you the other part of it is they tested the damn thing and... Where does it come from? I think, I want to say it was Canada, but, but I could be wrong. Like you said it was next to a landfill. Located Can't. next to a landfill and it's really high in arsenic and what's the other one? Lead. Canada has landfills? I thought they were a yeah. zero waste country. You drove, you drove by a landfill coming up here. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, but this isn't Canada. This is yeah, garbage I'm, Texas. I took my Texas flag down, by the way. Oh, from the outside of your house? Yeah. Let me see. Magic anti-vax mud. I'll put it back up when Texas starts behaving. Magic mud boo. And it's like a hundred and it's like a hundred bucks. Magic dirt, how the internet fueled and deleted. And defeated the pandemic's weirdest. What's an MLM? Multi blood mark? No. Yeah, multi-level marketing. Like Amway. Okay, black oxygen organics or boo for short is d- difficult to classify. It was marketed as fulvic acid, a compound derived from decayed plants that was dug up from an Ontario peat bog. Okay, yeah, Ontario, that's Canada, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, put more simply, the product is dirt. <laughs> Four and a half ounces of it sealed in a sleek plastic baggie and sold for $110 plus shipping. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the thing on the front of it says, a gift from the ground. It reads, drink it, wear it, bathe in it. Canadians aren't buying that. They know better. No, they're shipping it down here. Our dumbasses are fucking buying it. Um, I'm trying to, I'm fast forwarding, fast forwarding, fast forwarding to see where it says that it was, uh, oh God, this is a long ass article. Anyway, just take my word for it. It was high. It's not good for you. I believe you. I believe um, you. And this is, today it's December 3rd. I believe that our friends are down at Daily Plaza again, waiting for JFK Jr. to come back. Which friends? Uh, the QAnon people that are, they're um, waiting for JFK to come back, and then Trump will be king, and then Hillary Clinton will be murdered in the streets, and the streets will be just pouring with blood Oh, did from you guys the... make friends? 
while oh, we were yeah. gone. Yeah. I didn't know that. They all, biggest dicks you've ever seen down there. Just biggest. Like in a good way or? Girthiest. Veiny. <laughs> luscious. <laughs> luscious. Just dripping with pre-cum. Oh. Just ready to be just squirt. Do you want a carpool? <laughs> No, we're going to be good for the environment. We'll take the dart. Okay. <laughs> we'll take the dart down there. <laughs> but yeah, they're down there. Yeah, the world's crazy right now. They're down there right now? I think so. I think Why they're right down there now? right now? I don't know. They keep on having magical dates that are, <laughs> you know, like today's the day that he's going to come back. And magical. so they go down there and they sing and hold hands. and then Oh, you meant like. D-A-T-E. Like, oh, yeah, but I, I just thought as like, like a pairing. we're going on a date. Yeah. Okay. The, okay, I, was, I don't take back my laugh, but it was funnier when I said Have you ever that. sucked dick with a friend, Megan? With a friend? Yeah. Or Just in the context of what I was saying. <laughs> I read a friend, like a, a dick-sucking friend. I haven't. Well, I, ex- explain that to me so I can... Were you, you and a friend would go and suck a dick together? No. No. I haven't done that. Have you? Not, a, not, a, a, not, not steady enough to be like a... A DS friend. Sometimes but we're in happened. the same place, and you know, if you're in the same place, and you are you saying like, like in the context of a threesome, you service the same, yes, at the same time, you each get a side. Oh yeah, I mean, I've I've seen it in videos. <laughs> <laughs> I think they call it the harmonica, you know, like on PBS and stuff. So gross. I'm sorry that we took it this. No, to you're the not. spot so quickly, but we haven't seen each other in yeah. like a month. Right. So how was your uh, Thanksgiving? Oh, let me sum up mine quick. Oh, okay. Do it. Didn't do anything. Your turn. That's it? Didn't do jack What did you shit. eat on Thanksgiving? Uh, I ate a hamburger at the Dallas Cowboy Cafe in Windstar, and it was very good, actually. But it was one of those hamburgers where it's like, why you got to make it so big? I don't like that. I don't get when it. It's really thick. Yeah, like I can't fit this in my mouth, and it's just gonna make a big fucking mess. Yeah, and I don't know. It's too much. Yeah. Um, like don't stack it. Don't stack it up. Two patties max. A little bit of lettuce. A little bit of tomatoes. Don't do the three patties in like a fucking like the whole lettuce there. Yeah. And then like. It had onion rings on it too. It was very good, but still, it was just it just made a big old mess. There's no, there's no attractive way to eat something like that right. in public. Well, you gotta you gotta cut it into pieces with. The fork I, I refuse to do that. Why? I don't know. It's just something very childish about it. Like okay. Jimmy, like we will go get hamburgers, and he'll be, he's like a fixer upper. Like he can't just eat it the way it comes. He'll mm-hmm. have to add his own bullshit to I like it. That. I hate it. It really fucking annoys me. So we get our food and then I've got to wait five minutes for his dumb ass to like sprinkle stuff and do this and do that. And it's just really aggravating. And then he'll ask me sometimes because I'll be doing some other stuff and my food will be out there. He's like, do you want me to cut it in half for you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Leave my shit alone. Cut it up into little bites for you. <laughs> yes. That's cute. He's a daddy. <laughs> Um, when someone says hamburger, my dream image is the hamburger they served in my elementary school cafeteria. I, re- I remember it being the most delicious hamburger really? I've ever had. I yes. remember those just and being so gross. consistent. They were steamed. They were, They're oh, steamed. Oh, that explains it. Because yes. they were soggy. And the buns were always soggy. 
They were like just damp. I don't remember. They were damp and there was nothing else on them. It was just the patty and the bun. That's what I remember. They were perfect uh, thickness. No, they were thin. Yeah, I know. I don't. They were thin. Okay, we have different tastes. Well, they were delicious. Uh, Also, they had the best rib sandwiches. Which are molded to look like a, it's like a McGriff. Those are really good, but they were, they were really like fibery and mealy, not like a McRib, but like a, like a cardboardy, like a particle board version of it. And I just fucking loved that shit. I think I was the only person that didn't like the, the high school pizza or the great school pizza. That was so good. The squares. I didn't really like it. And I'm actually remembering something that EJP and I need to apologize for. To me? No, no, just to the universe, because oh. we were, it was a different time. And I remember they used to sell these chocolate chip cookies that were like three for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put this on EJB, because I think she's the one that did it, not me. Mm-hmm. But do you know what she called them? What What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, cookies? cafeteria food in general. No. She would call them the retard cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Because she said, this is awful. This is why I'm apologizing to the universe. It was a different time, y'all. Not that it's making it, that's kind of an excuse. Laughing makes it not seem like a sincere apology. (laughs) But she would say, and I went along with it, so I'm guilty too, that the special needs classes made all the cookies. (laughs) And that's what they did all day. Oh my God. Just make chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> and I'm really sorry, world. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's terrible, but we were kids. <laughs> like little elves. <laughs> So there's also a school shooting this week. Speaking of high schools, oh, oh it was really fucked up. His, um, his parents, his parents were charged today. Yeah, they're on the lam. Oh, they haven't found them yet. I know. Um, How fucked up is that? I mean, we already knew they were bad parents. Did you hear anything that the? That they said? Yeah, the text messages from yeah, the mother like, to the son. Don't, don't, I'm not mad at you. Don't just don't get, get caught. Better at not getting caught. But that caught was before. That was like when he was doing right. really disturbing drawings. Did she also send a text message at, when she heard that there was a shooting? She sent it to her I son think, and uh, said, Yeah, don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah. And then later the father. Oh, man. So he, I mean, I think they, I mean, the father at least said that he thinks it was my son, but so bizarre. Like, why did they buy him a firearm i'm confused first about the timeline so there was a meeting that the parents and the kid had with the school about a drawing that he had done uh and then npr said that but was that before or after they bought the gun well it i guess it was after because npr said um they didn't check his bag Mm -hmm. and then and maybe this is not the same day, I don't know, but then they let him go and he went to the bathroom and took the bag 
uh, took the gun out of the bag and then did that. So I wasn't sure if that was the same, like it was right after the meeting or. I think it was a different day. Okay. Um, I guess that's my understanding, but, but they weren't even there when he was getting arraigned. They were like, they were already on the fucking run. This dude is like 15. Mm -hmm. They were buying their kid a firearm. A Christmas present. Yeah. Right. Um, not like a, not that I think this is better, but a hunting rifle, but like a handgun. Mm -hmm. They were buying their kid a handgun. Can, uh, 15-year-olds own handguns legally? Uh, I don't know. I'm really not sure. Because I know that's like the Rittenhouse case. That was That's the reason why that corrupt-as-fuck judge threw out the gun charges because uh, it's not illegal for a... 17-year-old? To, to have, to hold a gun, basically. And they said that he didn't buy it. It'd be illegal for him to buy it, but not to carry it around. I don't know. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. Well. Okay, judge. (laughs) You got us there, judge. That guy was also uh, a judge that couldn't keep his shit together. Yeah. Like, he got really inappropriate with the prosecutor. That was uncalled for. Um, a lot of that stuff was was crazy. <clears throat> anyway, so they're charging this kid's uh, parents with involuntary manslaughter. Yeah, if they can find him. But that all that oh, also didn't make any not. sense. Like, why did they? Why did they go to the fucking? Why did they have a press conference before they got the parents? Because um, why do you think the parents were on the fucking land? They're like, oh wait, they're gonna charge us. Catch me if you can, motherfucker. They probably went. Bye. I'm sure they went looking for the parents before. Are the you? Because we have a lot of like silly police work. <laughs> it's been going around lately. Well, um, I can't say. <laughs> I don't know. But boy, am I proud of America. Yeah. I'm proud to be an American. I think we had to sing that song in like fourth or fifth grade. Can you believe that indoctrination bullshit? Uh, yeah, we had to do some, uh, like program, like where we wore these like styrofoam hats and, uh, I remember the song and it's just awful. Oh, you had like, did you have like, uh, like original songs? Cause we only did the classics. We, we did, we did come into America and then in that same program we did that proud to be in america what's coming to america they're coming to america oh oh from the something don't but do they're coming to america <laughs> man that sounds familiar did we do that this was a whole variety show yeah. of american themed <laughs> it was yeah we had the all it was like all america themed Fucking uh, terrible and i remember oh that on uh, the christmas one we the the only one i remember <laughs> Christmas was a skateboarding Santa song. <laughs> Something about skateboarding Santa. Santa. Skateboarding Santa, yeah. Okay. Cool. Because I remember, I think, I don't remember his last name, but I remember his first name was Brian. I remember he had web toes and, or a web toe, and he played Santa because he could skateboard. Cool. This was like sixth grade? Sixth or seventh? No, it was sixth, fifth or sixth grade. We had to wear these, uh, those, these weird styrofoam hats that look like the old timey, like I don't know what they were called, but like flat hats with the mm-hmm. flat brim, you know. You're fancy. We didn't get props. Well, we had to buy them. Oh, 
Um, and then they're like, don't worry, you get to keep them. I'm like, the fuck am I going to do with this <laughs> after today? So, of course, I wore it every day. <laughs> you really? No, I didn't. I did not. Um, so what did I do for Thanksgiving? How was my Thanksgiving, How was your, you asked? That was the trip down there. Uh, it was long. It was uh, 19 hours. Ugh. Driving straight through. Why didn't you just fly? I, because you got I, the money. I hate flying. I fucking hate it. Oh. Especially during, during the holidays. Yeah. So That's a good fuck point. that shit. Um, so got off work on Tuesday, headed for Florida, drove straight through. Really? You didn't stop at all? Mm-mm. I mean, for gas and to pee and... One time I pooped. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, so got there afternoon of Wednesday, I guess, the day before. And Cousin Nini was there, and my Aunt Pam, and my parents. No, and, bro. No. Dude, no, he but didn't he, drive. he played he a show fly. in Denton on Saturday, oh. but, we, but I couldn't make it. So mm. that was a fucking bummer. Did your parents know? Um, my mom sent me this when he posted it on Facebook. She sent me the announcement. She's like, look, your brother's playing. You could, And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be at your house. <laughs> She's like, oh, rats. Didn't she really say rats? Uh, she didn't say rats, but she said something along those lines that was that was cute, but also annoying because it was keeping me from going to that show. I didn't get to see my brother. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He said it went well. Oh. Rubber gloves. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know when that will happen again, so. Well, I had to explain rubber gloves is the name of a venue in Denton. Yeah. <laughs> People For are like, of, why is he just saying rubber gloves? All of you that don't know. That don't know Denton, a.k.a. Baby Austin. <laughs> it's better than that. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it used to be. I don't know what it's like now, I guess. The roads still suck in Denton. Yeah. I used to go to Rubber Gloves uh, when we were in high school. Oh. Yeah. I haven't I haven't been since it, it, I heard it. It's like better now. Mm-hmm. It's like revamped. The bathroom is nice yeah. and it's bigger. There's big. When I was there, it wasn't outdoor. as nice. I don't even remember what we saw down there. It was probably just some local band. Were you and I together? I think so. Hmm. Was it college or high school? It was college. I don't think I ever went down there and, and, and when I was in high school. Hmm. It don't matter because I'm going out to Uno, not to Dos, but to Tres concerts next year. Oh, mm-hmm. what are they? Beth Hart at Majestic, mm-hmm. Pom Pom Squad at The Ruins. I think Ruins. it's a bar, Ruins. Yeah, downtown Deep Ellum. Um, And then I haven't got the Chris tickets Mosley yet. works there. Really? He's the doorman. <gasps> I didn't know that. I love Christmas. I mean, I don't know if he will be next year, but. Oh, I'm going to tell him to, to hold it out because cause my biggest thing about concerts, and that's one I'm going to go by myself because I don't think anybody would be interested in seeing them, mm-hmm. um, is that. We'll I, go. I'll go. Okay, cool. Um, then anyway, it's like I always hate downtown parking. Oh, it's the fucking worst. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm going to get there super early. So that I don't have to worry about parking. Mm-hmm. So is it I'm, on a Saturday? It's on a Friday, I think. Mm. So it's a little better than a Saturday. A little. That's why I liked um, 
my Oak Lawn location, I could just take a new one. Yeah. Um, so Beth Hart. Majestic. Uh, Pom Pom Squad End. Ruins. And Ruins then, is a really small venue, by I the know, way. I know. I know. That's why I'm excited. Um, they were like my number one Spotify. And it was really embarrassing because it, it was like number one, two, three, four, five. But I'm like, but it's not fair because I would listen to the podcast, The Daily Grind. Like, I think it's called The Daily. Oh, no, it's Daily Drive. The Daily Drive. Uh, it's a Spotify feature where it's just a bunch of like n- news stories and then songs. And for some reason, they would play the same songs over and over and over again. And they'd play like all of the Pom Pom Squad songs. Not that I don't like them, but I'm like, it's a little fabricated thing. It looks like I'm just obsessed with this fucking band playing their songs every single day when it's not the case. It was just the. Let it be known. Let it be known. I like the them, case. but I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not going to kill them. I'm not going to be like a... Well, that's the ultimate appreciation is murdering someone. I know. That's what... What what band... I was trying to think. What band was it? Was it Pantera? The reason why... Dimebag Daryl got we shot? We can't... Yeah. we When they moved the... The reason why I can't take my guns to the shows anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then uh, Nick Cave and Warren Ellis, again, at the Majestic. But I haven't gotten tickets to that yet. And I told Jimmy, because when Jimmy's in charge to getting tickets, he gets like the best ones. And so for Beth Hart, we're like right up there. And on oh, Bikini Kill too, so four, quattro. Um, and Warren Ellis and Nick Cave, I'm like, you don't have to get the good. You don't. Not There's not going to be any visuals. We can be in the very back. Why <laughs> Why are you discouraging from from getting you a really expensive ticket? Because it's wasteful. For Nick Cave and Warren Ellis? I don't know. They're what. like 100 years old now. They're probably going to be just chilling. They're going to be chilling. Don't you? Whereas don't you, Beth Hart's gonna be running around. Don't you want your face right next to them? No, I don't. I really don't. Hmm. <laughs> Those are um diverse. Where's <laughs> where is the uh, Nick Cave one? Uh, Majestic. Oh, they're both the mm-hmm. first and the two Majestics. Uh, Bikini Kills at the factory, formerly known as the Bomb Factory. Which I think, because Jimmy was saying that's a small venue. I'm like, no, it's a pretty big venue. It is pretty big. Yeah. I saw um, They Might Be Giants and Sebado and Bright Eyes there. I saw PJ there. Yeah. And who else did I see there? I don't remember. It was a... Because Bomb Factory is pretty new. It's only been there, what, like five, six years, maybe? I don't... The Bomb Factory? Yeah. No. I thought it was a newer venue. Maybe I'm thinking of Deep Elm Live. I've never been to Deep Elm Live. That's the only, the I place that I would shows. always see the uh, is the Gypsy, not the Gypsy Tea Room. Is it the Gypsy Tea Room that used to be in Deep Elm? Yeah. yeah. I've saw so many saw shows the there. there. I saw Poe there. Um, I saw uh, Rufus Rain right there. Uh, last show I went to was like two weeks ago, went to see, um, Mike Watt. Uh, and then of course I apologized for, uh, for telling the world he was gay. Oh, you did? And to, in person? I didn't tell him, but it was a good show. That was at Rubber Gloves and that, um, stage, the inside stages, it's a pretty small area. So it's what's the other bar that we used to always go to in Denton? But I'd go there with Ryan. I don't think he went too often. Lucky Lou's. 
No, no, no. This is like a gay, gayish bar, but not the gay bar. Gay. Oh, Mabel Peabody's? No. No. That's the, that's gay, the gay bar. What's a gayish bar? Like the pretty people would go there and they'd have like fancy drinks. Is that drinks. why you think I've, I didn't go there? Yeah. It, would, it was not your scene. Because oh, I'm not pretty. <laughs> You're not uh, put up like the people that would go there. What? Um, I'm trying to think what would be a... A fancy, pretty bar in Denton. Like, think of like you'd go to get cocaine. Like Lucky Lou's, you would you'd go get marijuana or heroin there. <laughs> you would not get cocaine or PCP or PCP. Um, where would you go to get cocaine in Denton in the two thousands, early two thousands? Haley's. Yes, yes. I used to go to Hayes all the time. It was a music venue. Yes, it was a music venue. But, but yeah, it was like a fancy. It was like a. There. It was like a fancy, you know, gayish place. When I would go there, it was fancy and gayish. That's bizarre. That I is... remember Ryan had like a going away party there. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh look, Rudolph's is right. She's in the hallway now. The creepy hallway. Yeah, that was a good venue. Um, oh, is it not there anymore? Oh uh, no, it's no, it's not. Oh, that's it hasn't been there for quite a while. Oh. So. Reminiscing about days gone by. And we're back. Mistakes that we've made along the way. I didn't mention any mistakes. I've mentioned a couple of mistakes that we could take back. That we could take back or that you could take back? EJB could take back. (laughs) Yeah. She needs to apologize for that. Well, we should call her. (laughs) Call her and put her on uh, on the show right now. Oh, God. <laughs> Will you please apologize? <laughs> um, what else is going on? Man, okay, I actually, I think I took a photo of this, because I don't know if you've heard about this story. It was really sad. Um, you can, do you know who Alice, I can't pronounce her name, Siebold, Siebold? She's an author. Um, she did the... Beautiful rape. Bones. Yeah. So she was raped in college. The wrong person was imprisoned. He I was, didn't read about how that happened. Yeah. So uh, so after her assault, she was walking down the street and, and this man said hi to her. And she said, that's the guy. I f- feel like that's the guy. This was right after. That. Yeah. Okay. And so she went to the police. The police got the guy. She, I think she actually didn't even pick him out of the lineup. But anyway, the police zeroed in on him and said you know basically even though he obviously said i was innocent and so he was in prison for a number of decades i want to say holy shit yeah and but they were going to make a movie so she she did a story about that and then the lovely bones and uh so during that the story about her her assault and what happened afterwards they were going to make a movie out of it and the filmmaker was like something just doesn't seem right about like some things that don't add up and so they did their own investigation which led to this man being freed anyway she apologized did they find who actually did it no that's the saddest well that's another sad part about this but they weren't saying we don't believe that that even happened yeah no okay. no um but so she did a, an apology and it was uh really heartbreaking and of course, heartbreaking for the man who was, dude. So whoever did do that has got not away with it. An accountability. Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck. 
I mean, do you want me to read the apology? Uh, sure. Let me see. But do it in a funny voice so I don't cry. I was trying to say, her memoir is called Lucky. That's what they were doing. Um, damn it, I just want the full thing. Fuck you, CNN. They gave like one little piece of it. Okay, later posted on Medium. So we're going to do this hyperlink to Medium. So read it in full. The anticipation is weighing on me. Oh, that's a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Let's just say she, she said, says, sorry about that. First, I want to say that I'm truly sorry to Anthony Broadwater. I deeply regret what you've been through. I am sorry most of all for the fact that the life you could have led was unjustly robbed from you, and I know that no apology can change what happened to you and never will. Of many things I wish for you, I hope most of all that you and your family will be granted time and privacy to heal. Forty years ago, as a traumatized 18-year-old rape victim, I chose to put my faith in the American legal system. My goal in 1982 was justice, not to perpetuate injustice, and certainly not to forever and irreparably alter a young man's life by the very crime that had altered mine. I am grateful that Mr. Broadwater Water has finally been vindicated, but the fact remains that 40 years ago, he became another young black man brutalized by our flawed legal system. I will forever be sorry for what was done to him. Today, American society is starting to acknowledge and address the systemic issues in our judicial system that too often means that justice for some comes at the expense of others. Unfortunately, this was not a debate or a conversation or even a whisper when I reported my rape in 1981. It has taken me these past eight days to comprehend how this could have happened. I will continue to struggle with the, with the role that I unwittingly played within a system that sends an innocent man to jail. I will also grapple with the fact that my rapist will, in all likelihood, never be known, may have gone on to rape other women, and certainly will never serve the time in prison that Mr. Broadwater did. Throughout my life, I've always tried to act with integrity and to speak from a place of honesty. And so I state, I state here clearly that I will remain sorry for the rest of my life, that while pursuing justice through the legal system, my own misfortune resulted in Mr. Broadwater's unfair conviction for which he has served not only 16 years behind bars, but in ways that further served to wound and stigmatize nearly a full life sentence. And you know, I got, I got his sentence uh, confused with another sentence. So the man that was, uh, that was in prison for over 40 years that got out, uh, the one where the prosecutor was like, we got the wrong guy. And finally, the the uh, governor let him out, pardoned, like, him. pardoned him. Yeah, but in that case, it was so fucked up because he doesn't have that. That guy that got freed gets no money at all. Like he's just let out. Why? Because it's some um, fucked up law that they have to correct. You can't sue. I don't know if it's because he got pardoned or or what. So she she mentioned the flawed legal system a few times in there, and I'm just wondering, like, what the flaw in the legal system was. Well, on, on her if, case... If you say, this is the person, like... Yeah, well, it wasn't just that. It was, it was like, some microscopic hair that they try to use, like some hair analysis that okay. has since been just thrown out as junk science. It's not reliable okay. at all. Yeah, so that was the, quote, evidence that they had on him. So I think that's what she was 
Okay. Kind of uh, referencing, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So that happened, and I thought about that, and I was just like, Jesus, I don't know. Like, what do you do? And I guess that's the best that she could do, but I would just feel just terrible I mean, for she could everybody. Give him some money. <laughs> I mean, does she have a lot of money? She's an author. Authors don't get shit. She has a book that was turned into a film with Marky Mark in it. I never saw that once. I know. Was it good? I didn't see it, but oh. the fact remains he was in that movie. Um, so I imagine she got some oh. money from that. I wrote a, a possible topic to talk about. Well, I can't. You're moving your hand around. What is that? Well, I would rather speak it than okay. this happened. Do it, John. Should. Okay, because back on COVID, you know, we have these people that some people are calling them COVID idiots. I don't really like wordplay like that. So these fucking it's idiots that are running around. Yeah. Not when, not when it's a pandemic that people are dying from. Um, so they're having, in addition to eating mud and horse paste and... And borax baths and all this other crazy shit. They're also hosting parties in hopes of getting COVID to get natural immunity. Like when your parents would uh, chicken put pox. You around exactly. And my parents pox. did that. Did you know that? My parents did that too. How fucked up is that? That's uh, how I got the scar on my nose. I mean, that was the direction because if you if you got it later in life, you're more likely to die from it. Well, as soon as I hit 50, I'm going to get a fucking shingles vaccine because those commercials scare the shit out of me. you have me. to wait until you're 50? For some reason, that's a magic number. Okay. So 10 more years. All right. Uh, so should... Okay, so they, they had one of these parties and one of the attendees dies died from it. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but it's like... What's that, that, that saying that people say all the time that now it's just... It's, it's becoming a cliche. You play stupid ga- games, get stupid prizes. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. You're dead. <laughs> Should host of the COVID party be charged if an attendee dies? I'd say probably not. <laughs> Death is your reward. You got what you wanted. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. So are these at people's houses or what? Yeah, I assume so. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like a public like a setting now. Company is. No sponsoring this it's like a lipstick party but with covid do what a lipstick party is is it like a tupperware party no no i don't then uh lipstick party is basically an orgy where all the women wear different color lipsticks and they'd suck dick and then be like look at the pretty dicks lipstick on them let me check my facts that sounds moronic to me these are like high schoolers what yeah People high in high schoolers are doing did. more daring things yeah. than me. Yeah, we they're I mean they you can have it, ladies. Lipstick it. party. Oh, it's called a rainbow party. Oh, it's an urban myth, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> are these parties real? <laughs> That's a New York Times expose. Oh, there's a lipstick party website. Not going to click on that. That's it gonna, doesn't gonna actually work. make any sense to me. And here is why. Um, if if you're buying a lipstick that transfers. Um, a stain? Or stains don't transfer. Correct. Okay. Um, so you'd have to be wearing a lipstick. Uh, and first of all, I don't know that I believe that 
high school girls are going to be okay with lipstick smeared all over their mouths in front of these dudes whose dicks they want. Well, so. I gotta, I gotta take it all back because these are, this is like a manic panic, reefer madness, satanic panic situation. A rainbow party is a supposed sexual activity among teenagers in which girls wear different color lipsticks and perform oral sex on boys, leaving a rainbow on their genitals. It's considered an urban legend and it was a cause of moral panic from the early 2000s. That wouldn't even happen. That wouldn't even happen. Think about the logistics of it. You have lipstick on, you suck a dick, it smears everywhere, Mm -hmm. and then somebody else smears with a different color. It just gets muddled and looks brown. Ew, and that looks like poo. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. This is a myth that boys made up to give themselves hope. I think it, I think like when you when have my, anal uh, sex and there's a little poo on it, I think it's called getting painted. It's like when my uh, guy friends in college uh, told their girlfriends that um, semen had negative calories so they could get more blood. How is that even a thing? Negative count? Oh, like like a like a like, like celery. A celery. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. Oh, that's not. Okay, painting, yeah. Painting, sexual term used by gay men to describe the painting on a penis, usually when a bottom is not cleansed or the penis goes in too deep. A bottom. <laughs> oh, and it goes in too deep. Do you want to hear it in a sentence? Yes, please. Leon and Antonio were having sex, and Antonio went in too deep, and Leon painted on Antonio's penis. Wait, the, it's not the actual transfer from the penis to something else, like the couch? Well, it's the transfer from the anus to the penis. But not then to something else. Because I, mean, I, I guess think you of could. painting, like, if you're painting something, you take the paintbrush and you get the paint on it, and then you put it on the wall or whatever. Or like a dirty Sanchez. Yeah, like that. Except it doesn't have to be on your face. Yeah. You don't want that there. Also, that seems very racist now that we... <laughs> See that? Oh, it was really racist. Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> the old Looney Tunes. Yeah, man. Like uh, Speedy Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Always running across the border. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew is a rapist. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I saw a really good film last night called um, Straw Dogs from like 1972. Why does that sound familiar? So they made a re there was a remake with uh like Alicia Cuthbert or somebody. Okay. This was a few years ago. Maybe ten. I don't have any concept of time. But um I had seen parts of that and it was unremarkable. Um but I was looking at Dustin Hoffman films and there's I think it's from nineteen sixty eight, but uh he's a an astrophysicist, I think, and he, his wife is British, and they go back in... 1971. 71. They live in her childhood home, and um, it's a really fucking tense movie, dude. Like, Oh, it's a Peckinpah film. A what? Peckinpah film. What's that? Uh, Sam Peckinpah was the director. I only know that name from... Um, what movie was that from... Uh, John Waters. Pink Flamingos? No. Uh, the more modern one with the... Uh, with What's her name? 
and Steven Dorff and Melanie Griffith. Cecil B. Demented, I think. Okay, yeah. Where all the members of his gang are all named after different directors. Mm-hmm, and there yeah. is this there is a Sam Peck and Paul director. Okay. So um it's really tense. And uh so this this um this house is in this really small English village and everybody knows everybody else and the dudes that live there are pretty like hyper masculine um and they're they just have this like predator vibe mm-hmm. um and you don't like anyone in the film everyone in the film is bad there's not a maybe the bartender was good that's it um it was remarkable uh, it was really hard to sit through, but it was totally worth it because it was like one of those movies where, like, this feels like it's real. Yeah, like the original "I Spit on Your Grave," where it's like, if this feels mm-hmm. like it's real. Yeah, I saw that one. That was on. Uh, this one also has a very uncomfortable yeah. and long rape scene. Uh, and yeah, Dustin Hoffman's character is in the beginning, like, kind of. Um, he doesn't want to cause a problem and so these guys start uh, increasingly harassing him mm-hmm. and he's trying to just like you know placate everyone and his wife is disgusted by it and um, but his character changes later and I don't want to give it away I want you to see it <laughs> I wonder if these actresses. There's a massive carnage scene in the end, like really. Long. Oh, okay. So it's so good. Like, like all those movies from the '70s where there's like a, it's like a revenge film, kind of. Like Last House on the Left. And yeah, kind I of. Spit on your grave. Except where... it turns out that like nobody wins. Everyone is a bad person, mm-hmm. and nobody wins. Uh, but the special effects are good, so I recommend it I to you. I want to say, and and. A certain way, even the the very first Chainsaw Massacre felt kind of real. Yeah, I don't know. Is it because it's so old, or that it feels kind of out of place? Because um, now, like, I, maybe it's just the way that it was filmed, like literally filmed. Because now, when I'm watching a movie, I'm like, I'm watching a movie, like cinema verite, like yeah, 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 um, where the camera moves and. They follow her through the cornfield or whatever it was. Well, that and I just wonder, like, some of those actresses, they have PTSD after, like, filming. Like, the actress that did I Spell on Your Grave, like, how did she recover from that? Because that was really brutal. Yeah, I don't know. Or even the actors, too. I don't know if that's something with the context of knowing that it's not real, mm-hmm. if that prevents that from happening or not. I have no idea. Because I know that didn't one of the uh, actresses from the one where it was a young actress and the director didn't tell her what was going to happen like in one of the scenes. Shelley Duvall. No, not Shelley Duvall. No, this is this is like a, a sex scene. Mm. That's very Does it ring any bell? Bells? Sounds like a, that sounds like a Kubrick move. I want to say it was the one with the food. <laughs> oh, oh. Do you know what I'm talking about now? Um not no. the Kim Basinger one, but the the one with the food. Yeah. 
No. And the director was like, I didn't tell her what was going to happen because I wanted the the reaction to be genuine. I'm what? like, yeah, you're describing a sexual assault. What role did the food have in this film? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, okay. I, I could be making everything up right now. Um, let me see. Director did um, not tell actress. There's a film uh, from the 70s called Cannibal. Oh, Holocaust. Where, yeah, yeah. We talked about that before. Right. So there was... It's Last Tango in Paris. I think there was some... And it was a rape scene. Okay. I think there was some PTSD because of that I would hope so. Because they didn't tell them that they were actually going to kill animals and do that shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. I couldn't, like... I was reading about it as I was starting to watch it. I fast-forwarded through. As soon as I saw that turtle, I was like, I read... I read... I read... Yeah. We're going to skip. Exactly. (laughs) We're going to fast-forward. I mean, I just stopped it. (laughs) I can't do it. I felt like I could do that when I was a kid and it didn't bother me, but now things bother me more and yeah. more like that. Yeah, it's, it's one of those where like, after I watched it, I'm like, why did I do that to myself? It wasn't even a good film. Like, So you saw a penis, I guess. What? In Cannibal Holocaust. The time when they were in the scene in the movie where they took off his clothes and it's I like, I told you, this I turned is... it off. I didn't. Oh, okay. Like right before it got to the, I okay, saw them. Well, they get it got worse. It got a lot yes, worse. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not. That's not one I'm going to revisit. Bernardo Bertolucci, who died on Monday. This is this is an old article, by the way. The age of 77 has received widespread acclaim for his decades of filmmaking, winning Oscars, Golden Globes, and the first ever honorary Palme d'Or award at the Cannes Cannes, Cannes Film Festival. One part of his career has been the subject of increasing scrutiny in recent years. A rape scene in Bertolucci's 1972 film Last Tango in Paris, Marlon Brando's character Paul rapes actress Maria Schneider's character Jean using a stick of butter as lubricant. Okay, so there was food food involved. In a 2007 interview with the Daily Mail, Schneider said the scene wasn't in the original script and that Brando and Bertolucci had told her about it just before they began filming. Okay, so they did tell her about it. But just before they begin filming. Hey, so there's going to be this rape thing, so just don't cool. worry about it. Just, all right, cool. Listen. The scene is intended to be violent and disturbing with Paul hitting Jean and p- penetrating her as she cries. But as Schneider made clear, the feelings of violation we see on screen aren't just acting, they're real. I was so angry, she said. I felt humiliated, and to be honest, I felt a little raped. Both by Fuck Marlon that. and by Bertolucci. Yep. Um... I think I might quit. Uh, the director acknowledges later acknowledged that he'd sprung the butter detail in Schneider at the last minute because he wanted her on-screen humiliation and rage to be real. I wanted Maria to feel, not to act. Like fuck you, dude. Fucking sadist. Like she's a fucking actress. That's like, how do you feel about like? Um... No, I'm not gonna. That would be a too too strong a right turn. <laughs> Okay. About, okay, I'll, I'll go there. Like, you know how there's more male frontal nudity in films now? Uh-huh. But it turns out that most of the time, they're not really nude. They're wearing prosthetic penises. How do you feel about that? I think that's bullshit. I think that's bullshit, too. Like, not cool. it's it's causing, like, weird body dysmorphia because all of a sudden, all these actors have huge dicks. No, they don't. And B, they're being like you're so brave when they're not brave you're wearing a prop i don't 
I don't want. It's not you like to... a woman can sit, put on a pair of uh, chest plate when she's showing her tits. Act. I want you to feel with your real penis. Yeah, put it out there. See that little weenie. <laughs> Weenies are usually, you know, if they're not erect, they're usually little. Mm-hmm. Own yeah. it. Who gives a shit? But don't go false advertising. Yeah, that's not cool. I did not know that. <laughs> and they usually don't look real. I mean, unless it's part of the story. Like, okay, Mark Wahlberg's character in... Uh, what was the movie that he played the porn star? Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Like, he was supposed to have a really huge dick. Right. So, okay, you that got us there. Plot point, yes. Yeah, it was a plot point. It was a dick point. It was a weird looking fake penis too. It, it, it looked it looked like a something just stretched out. It didn't look right. I can't remember. It's been so long. Do women wear merkins? I think they do, but that's yeah. different. I think it'd be like the equivalent to that would be if a woman was wearing a right, chest plate it's not like her a drag queen. Organ. I'm okay with merkins. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Totally. But so I mean, the women on uh, Game of Thrones. They didn't, they were all shade bare. So you saw like full on lips, you know? Yeah, man, that's not cool. That's not cool. Do you think it, people. And like, even the, the, <clears throat> the actress that played the woman of the wild said, I should have a hairy bush. And they're like, no. <laughs> Do you think people like it when we're like uh, only partially informing them of things because we can't remember? And we're like, remember that, that <laughs> thing, you know? And, 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 oh, I think yeah. they like it because then they yell it. Yeah. They yell at the radio. We just want to irritate people. Yeah. We'll take whatever, yeah. whatever you want to give us. Hmm. Marlon Brando was gay. What? You didn't know that? No. Yeah, he was gay. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, admittedly, he I was don't. A sex hound. I don't he, know very much at all about Marlon Brando. There is like one photo of Marlon Brando supposedly sucking penis that nobody knows if it's real or not. Wait, he was a sex hound with he, dudes. He, I think he liked everybody. Was he a um, was he a pansexual or bisexual? I don't know. I mean, we'd have to ask him, but he's dead, hmm. so we can't. He had three wives, two partners, eleven children. Holy fuck, dude! Yeah, come on. Put man. it away. I guess he did like everybody. Personal life. Click. <laughs> That's whatever I'm looking at. Brando was known for his tumultuous personal life and his large number of partners and children. Why am I talking like like a Liza Minnelli all of a sudden? He was a father of at least, at least 11 children. <laughs> but three were adopted. In 1976, he told a French journalist, homosexuality is so much in fashion, it no longer makes dues. Okay. Um, like a large number of men, I too have had homosexual experiences, and I am not ashamed. I have never paid much attention to what people think about me. But if there is someone who is convinced that Jack Nicholson and I are lovers, may they continue to do so. I find it amusing. Okay. It's a weird thing to put out there. Oh, yeah, and he did fuck around with Rita Moreno. That's true. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah. A hollow piece of ash. Speaking of West Side Story, she was in West Side Story, right? I just pulling that out because I know that they're making a movie of West Side Story, and I'm sorry, 
I guess the first West Side Story is a movie too, but I just hate musicals. Yeah, I can't tolerate them. And it, not if it's like two gangs, but they're going to be singing and dancing and have a little knife fight. Like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Sweeney Todd was good. The Tim Burton version. Uh, mm. Sondheim died recently. So oh, yeah. Terry Gross has been doing three fucking full Dude. days. And when people are like, hug your theater actor friends, like, do you want me to hug you? No, I'm not a theater. Well, I was a theater person in high school, but I'm like, <laughs> y'all need to get the fuck over it. He was old. Old people are going to die. It's going to happen. Sorry, Bernadette Peters, but your number's coming up sometime soon, too. Oh. Probably in the next 10 or 20 years. And it's going to be sad, but you didn't know him. So just fuck off. I can't stand it. That's like when my heroes die, it'll be sad, but I'm not going to like light a black candle and... You know, Is that what we're post a to do? video of myself crying. Like, ugh, how much more cringeworthy can you get? I am so enraged by people posting videos or photos of themselves crying. I had a friend that did that, and I stopped Unfriended. talking to her. Yeah. I never spoke to her again. Yeah, that's, which that's was the only solution. Maybe severe, but yeah. I was in a conference. She knew I was in a conference. She kept texting me. <laughs> And during the break, I looked over, and there's a photo of her crying. <laughs> and I was like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> no more of this. That's like when people on Twitter say, I'm going, uh, it's good night, friends and family, and they post a picture of themselves. <laughs> like, their own face. Like, fuck off. <laughs> just, just go away. <laughs> you don't need to tell us. But yeah, the people, the people that were just so dramatic. What I don't wait, wait, hold on. Think about what that looks like to take a photo of yourself while you're crying. You have to know <laughs> where the button is to take the photo. So what are you doing? Like squinting one eye until you get it right, and then you close it again, and then you take the picture. Is that what happens? The other thing I, that I hate and I don't understand, and people do it all the time. So somebody dies, and then. The other person, like, they'll go on Instagram and, like, do, like, today, Steven Sondheimer died. And the picture <laughs> will be, like, that person with the dead person. So, like, you're making it all about you. So, yeah, like, go it's fuck a, yourself. It's exploitative. Yeah. Here's um, a slideshow of me with Steven Stottemeyer. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into... Uh, dick stuff again. Uh. Um, yeah, <laughs> he did write that uh, two Madonna songs for for uh, that it was not aware for Dick Tracy. Mm. So, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, <laughs> he liked video games too. Fun fact, did not know. Mm-hmm. Uh. We were best friends. Here's me, <laughs> Stephen. Sandemater. The only the only tributes that I really want to see are people's pets when they die. I I can't see that. It makes that, me too sad. I know, but I I do love that. My brother's dog died. Oh, that's sad. It is sad. I think I knew that. I think he posted something on Facebook. Yeah, he yeah. did. That. So I had to stay off Facebook for a couple of days till that yeah. went out of my. It's feed. sad. I think that's why. I mean, for real, I will never. If people post pictures of your pets. I will not mock you for that. And you could be in the same picture with your pet too. Because pets are so innocent and they love you so much. Yeah, they do. Like you're their entire world. Mm -hmm. That's why it makes me so mad 
when the vet when when would that that message go viral when a vet said you know if your pet is is being euthanized be in the same fucking room with them yeah i agree um though that is hard to do yeah well we're an hour and six minutes so this i guess we could wrap bummer. it up <laughs> this is a fun episode yeah. man <laughs> we had a couple laughs in there we did we did we laughed we cried we ridiculed people and we talked uh very sparsely about things we don't remember yeah so there you go enjoy the song Shay's long <laughs> since now we know that that's how it's actually Man, pronounced i feel like such a fool <laughs> By wet leg, and uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh my god, bird. Long on the chaise long, all day long on the chaise long.